You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Remnant Warriors, Gideon's 300 Army. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in all around the world and on 93.3 FM, Real Talk Radio. We're so thankful that you're here. Uh, I think today's going to be a big one. Why do I say that? Well, I'm coming off of a water fast, and uh, it's been a game changer for me personally, uh, but I think it's going to be a game changer for many of you as well as we get into what the Lord spoke during that fast, because he spoke bigly. I'll just say that. Um, you know, I was up there in Pennsylvania over the weekend at Reawake America and, uh, you know, just was still fasting while I was there. And uh, I was very weak in my in my flesh. Uh, but thank God the Spirit of the Lord carried me through. And I, I just was rocked. Have you ever just been rocked in your life? Have you ever been totally rocked where it's like it's a game changer? You know this is a defining moment in your life. And you know that you're not going to go back again to the former version of you because now you're in a new wineskin, new territory, new season. That's how I feel. And in a little bit, I'm going to share the post that I put up because I think it'll kind of articulate it. This was written uh, in the late hours of the night when the Lord really just had rocked my world. And I think it's going to really put it together in, in good words that that God gave me to write that post. Uh, but, but let me just share this, okay? We've been on this journey as patriots, as Christians, as believers now. And our whole world was really turned upside down in 2020. Some of us before then, uh, many people have awakened out of a slumber. We, were, we used to be called the silent majority. That silent majority is waking up in droves. People are realizing all different types of things, uh, things that we couldn't have even imagined that have come out. Think about all the stuff that's come out in the last couple of years. I mean, how many of you voted for George W. Bush? How many voted for Mitt Romney or John McCain? And all of a sudden, you realize there's like a uniparty and there's, there's a cabal and there's all this stuff. And, and then if you talk about it, you're going to get canceled. There's people that are going to come after you. You know, you're going to, people, relatives of yours are going to call you crazy. And some of you listening to this might say, well, you are crazy. What are you talking about? But you know what? That's fine. I'm not worried about what people say. I know what I know, and I know what I've studied. And, and you, many of you know what I know and know what we've studied. And we've seen all these things that the Lord has shown us. And so we've been on this journey trying to figure this whole thing out. Like, what's going to happen? How, you know, now that we know this, but do you think anything takes God by surprise? Does anything take God by surprise? No, nothing does. And, and by the way, I just mentioned a very small amount of a lot of things that have come out. I mean, there's so much stuff that's come out. I mean, look what happened in 2020. And now if you even talk about things, you know, they'll, they'll call you weaponized terms like Christian nationalist or a conspiracy theorist or whatever they want to call you, you know, and, and those terms could actually be significant. I mean, they have red flag laws now they have, I mean, they've, they've, they've kind of put putting this whole thing together. Look at January 6th and people that are being held without due process. I mean, unbelievable stuff. The FBI raided uh, that, that pro-life man, you know, he's a minister of the gospel because he was trying to talk people out of getting abortions, according to their, you know, that was, I guess, the law he broke. You know, it's some, some ridiculous law. And they, and they went to his house with, with all these guns. And, I mean, it's, like, insane. And we think, is this America that this is happening to? And yet, you know, this, this is happening. 
And we know that there's a rise in the spirit of Antichrist. It's very egregious, very concerning. And so we can get caught up. We can get caught up in it all. And then there's all these podcasters and influencers and people that are talking about these things. And many of them have different things to say. And so it becomes like an all-consuming fire, you know. And I'm not talking about the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about another fire um, where it's, it's, it's people are running to and fro and they're trying to figure this whole thing out. And there's, you know, this one and that one that are giving words. And it's like, wow, there's it's information overload. What do we do? Is this, you know, and, and then people are listening to this one and listening to that one and, and making whole life decisions based upon these things. And so this is where we've been. It's been a, a wild ride. And I think some of it's positive and some of it's not positive, but there's been a lot that's been going on. Are you, are you in agreement? I mean, is, is there not a lot that's happened these last couple of years? And so, Pastor, what do you say? Where, you know, where are we now? What's going to happen now? You know, I mean, the, the questions that I get asked around the country, you know, what's going to happen? Where are we? You know, this one said this or that one said this or this one prophesied this. And so all these things are running through our head. And then I go and I do, you know, this water fast. And all of a sudden, the flesh is, is done. I, I'm about to pass out. I'm weak and I'm not a weak person. But I get to the place where I'm so weak and in my body and I can barely move. I'm, I'm feeling pain physically and I just don't have any more strength left. And I'm a person that's a doer and an actionable person. And I've been running around the country and smoking 40 plus churches before 2020. And we've been nonstop and we work 12 to 14 hour days every single day. And we're just exhausted and we're working so hard. And all of a sudden this water fast happens and I get to the end of my flesh. Now, some people are going to get mad at me for what I'm going to say today. Others of you are going to catch the vision of the Holy Spirit and what the Lord is speaking, and you're going to receive a breakthrough. So there's two different people that are listening to this right now. Some of you are going to get angry and say, this guy, he, he's, he's, you know, basically I'm, I'm poo-pooing the party, you know, and other people are going to say, oh my gosh, thank you. This is a fresh revelation. This is from God. So there's going to be two different types of people. And I'm just going to tell you right now, and you're going to learn this about me if you don't know this already, but I am not here for followers, for likes. If I wanted to do that, I could say a bunch of bombastic things and get a bunch of likes within a week. I could make some, uh, you know, outlandish prophecy or do something. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the Internet would be on fire and my Rumble channel would be on fire and, you know, all these people. But that, that's not who I am, because if you follow me for a while, you know, this is about a long term relationship. I'm not the guy. That, I mean, this is not a one night stand. OK, this is a long term relationship. I'm not trying to shoot up and shoot down. This isn't about me. It's not about the ministry. It's not about who I am. I don't need my name and lights. I don't even care if you know my name. I am here to speak the truth. I had an encounter with the living God. The Lord changed my life. He saved me from a life of sin and death. And he gave me a message. And that message was to go out and tell people two things. Number one, he's real. And number two, how to stay on fire for him how to have the long term so that we can stand before the throne one day and say, well done, good and faithful servant. The Lord will say that to us. In other words, our name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. That's the goal. The goal is two things. Souls, souls for the kingdom, go and make disciples of all the nations, the great commission. The other thing is to stand before the throne one day, finish well, and have the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant. That, that sounds so easy, but many people will not do those two things. Many people will run to and fro. They will be deceived. Even the elect will be deceived. Many people have a form of godliness, but lack and deny the power thereof. They don't have the anointing. They have good marketing skills. They're talented. 
They say what you know people want to hear. They're very articulate. They're, they can put out something that's really great, and people are going to be like, wow, wow, listen to this. And they're going to share the video, and it's going to go viral. And I'm going to tell you right now, this video is probably not going to go viral unless the Lord wants it to. But that's not what the purpose of our of our broadcast is. That's not what the purpose of this show is. That's not what the purpose of this message is. This is for those with ears to hear and with eyes to see. If you want to stand before the throne of glory one day and hear the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords say, well done, good and faithful servant, then you're on the right broadcast today. If, if you want to be sold out for the Lord, if you want to have the long term, the long game strategy, the marathon, not the sprint, then you're on the right broadcast because the Lord is going to speak today. And that's what happened to me in this fast. I'm not saying it's the end or it's, you know, it's, it's like, that's it. You know, now I know, no, I don't, I still don't know everything. I don't, you know, I'm never going to know everything. You're never going to know everything until we stand before the Lord one day and he can finally answer and we'll understand it better by and by. But what I do believe God wants us to do is put our faith, our trust, our hope, our identity in him, Jesus Christ. That's who we are as believers. You say, wow, you sound like you're preaching today. Well, I kind of am. I kind of am because you know what? I've been around this nation in almost every state minus Alaska and Hawaii and you know, haven't been down to Puerto Rico, which is not a state, but you know what I'm saying, a territory of America. But I mean, for the most part, I've been almost, I've crisscrossed this country the last few years over and over. I've been to almost every airport and you can imagine. I've been in small planes and big planes and cars and trains and automobiles, everything. And I've, I've talked to the folks I feel like I have a pretty good gauge of the temperature of what's going on. And there is a move of God. People are hungry. People are searching. People want answers. And so what's happened is there's been people that were hidden, that were raised up, I believe for a time as this, that have the anointing. And some of those people are speaking in accordance to the word of God and in accordance to the spirit. And that's why there's a, a real anointing, a fresh anointing on them. And you could feel it and you could sense it. And you know that God has raised them up. And then there's others that have raised themselves up in the mix because the wheat and the tares are together. And God is separating the wheat and the tares. And there's a shaking going on, but you better believe they're, they're growing up together. And there's some charlatans in the mix. And there's some people that are looking how they can prosper themselves, how they can become rich and famous and gain followers and have all different types of products and just keep scaling up over and over and over again. And then there's the remnant people, the real, real deal people that have a hunger and thirst for righteousness, that see that their harvest is plentiful, that want to make a move in accordance with the word of God. So there's real and there's, and there's fake and that's what many are sensing. And so some people lack discernment and, 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 and they get caught up with the fake. All right, we got to go to a break. I will be right back. This is the Todd Cognato Show. Stay tuned. Yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Todd Cognato Show. Pastor Todd Cognato here. I just love this song. Because this is exactly where my heart is right now. This is where I lay it down. I'm not here to be mean-spirited. I'm not here to be rude. I'm here to call out a bunch of people. I know people want that. You know, call out this one, call out that one. Look, that's not what this is about, okay? I actually, I care about you. Just like the Lord cares about you. He cares about you much more, actually. But I care about you too. I love you. And, and, and I have a heart for people. I have a heart for souls. And I just, I just want to... Really, if I can just share this revelation today, I think this is going to be a game changer for so many because it, it was for me. And like I said in that first segment, if we can 
if we can catch this, I think it's going to take us to another level in our walk. And so in a nutshell here, you know, as I was sharing with you, I was, I was speaking up in Pennsylvania and my, my flesh was so weak. What do I mean by flesh? My body. I was, I was tired because I, was, I had been on a water-only fast since that Monday. So it's like five days, you know, water-only. And uh, by that, you know, that, that Saturday of that week, I was just so tired and I started feeling sick in my body. I mean, honestly, I, I don't ever do water fast. I think I've maybe done one or two my entire Christian walk of over 20 years. You know, it's just not something that I, I do. I mean, I do Daniel fast. I, I fasted for maybe a day or two, uh, but this was a big one for me and I knew I had to do it. And what came out of this, what, what's coming out of this, what I believe is I had to get to the end of my flesh to understand, to, to see through the smoke screen. There's a smoke screen right now. God has something for us. If we watch the mainstream corporate media, we're going to feel depressed. We're going to feel like we're being beaten. Well, that's the whole ob- objective. The weaponized terms, the attacks on MAGA and on, on patriots and on Christians and on parents and good Americans and law-abiding citizens, they want you to feel so overwhelmed, so beat down, so discouraged. Wow, everything is so corrupt. It's almost like it's all part of their plan, isn't it? All of it. Even the things that we think are on our side. I'm not saying all of the people on our side are bad. No, there's, there's some great patriots in this movement. And I'm not, I'm not, if somebody's thinking I'm talking about a specific person or I'm talking about reawake America, I'm not. So I just want you to, I want to say that right now. I'm not. Most of the people on that tour are friends of mine. I don't know all of them. So I'm not here calling out anybody from that tour. Okay. So if anybody thinks that just because I was talking about Pennsylvania, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is in our greater movement. And that's not, not just the MAGA movement. That's the, the, the Christian world as well, by the way. The, the Western church is what I'm talking about. Christians, the Western church, and the patriot movement, the whole thing. There are tares in this movement. There are charlatans. There are people that are in it for themselves that aren't really about the greater good of this nation. Maybe they started out that way, but it became about something else once they got the pride. And, and that, that, this goes way before even all this stuff was even going on. Think about the church for the last 30 years, pastors, Christians, people that, that got big ministries and all of a sudden their heads got big and they started acting like Christian celebrities. And, and it, all of this stuff has gotten so out of control and maybe there has to be, uh, you know, somebody in the room that finally calls out the elephant and says, wait a minute, can we go back to the gospel? Can we go back to Jesus? And I'm not saying don't be involved in politics. You know me. By all means, get involved in every area of society. Be the head and not the tail. And I am all for anybody that's a true mama bear or papa bear or, or, or patriot or Christian that's doing the work of the kingdom. Yes, I am with you. I am with you. What I'm talking about is when it gets muddied up and it's no longer a pure stream. That's what I'm talking about. And, and this can happen in so many different places. We've seen it in the body of Christ and in certain mega churches certain ministries, celebrity Christianity, where it gets to their head and then pride comes up and arrogance and all of a sudden it's not about souls. It's not about purity and holiness and righteousness and the word of God and the harvest and all the things that God desires. It becomes flesh. And I'm so disgusted by flesh because you know why? I'm I'm just tired of it. I had to get to the end 
of myself this week. And all of a sudden it was a total reliance, a total dependence on the Lord. That was the only way I could speak up there in Pennsylvania because my body was so weak. And after I spoke, I headed back to the hotel and I was in pain. And maybe some of it was spiritual warfare. Why am I sharing this with you? Because I, I have a desire, and I think many of you do too, for authenticity. We're looking for real. Is this person real? Is that person real? Who's real? I want real. Because we have a real problem. But we also have a real solution. And that's the living God. And so we have the answer. We have the truth. We're on the winning team. What's been holding us back? This is the revelation. Are you ready for this? Somebody's going to get this today and it's going to be something that changes your situation because oftentimes we're waiting for God to answer the prayer before we praise him and give him the glory. But God wants us to give him the glory in the middle of the situation. We are in a situation in our world right now where there are evil people in control that have nefarious plans and, and, and people have tried to think of every different strategy and every different thing, and they say bombastic things, and they do things, and, and there's so many different, we're just all trying to figure this out. And so when it comes to the end of our flesh and we just have no more answers and there's no marketing strategy and there's no you know, way that we can figure something out and we just have to get on our face and say, God, it has to be you. That's the revelation. It's not going to be Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump. I support Donald Trump. I don't agree with everything the man said, but for the most part, I think he's probably one of the greatest presidents in my lifetime, if not the greatest. For the most part, I agree with most things he did. And by all means, I'd vote for him again if he's on the ballot and I support him. But it's not going to be him that is the answer. He may be used by God as he has been already, or maybe Ron DeSantis will be used by God, or maybe somebody else. And I know what the prophets have said, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything against that stuff. I'm just telling you, it's in God's hands. May his perfect will be done. I am going to release the burden of the United States of America. Doesn't mean I don't love the country. Doesn't mean I'm not going to fight for the country. Of course I'm going to fight for the country. But the mission is to die to yourself and to say, Lord, have your way. How can I be about your business, Lord. Somebody doesn't want to hear this. You got a whole 20 page report of strategies and things that you're about to do. And all of a sudden the, the preacher on the radio is putting water on the, you know, it's like I'm putting it all out. What, what just happened? What I'm trying to say is that God wants us to, to die to ourselves and to come to the end of our flesh, total reliance on him. He is our deliverer. If we're expecting a Red Sea moment, then we need the one who did the Red Sea. It wasn't Moses. Moses was there. He was used by God, but guess who did it? It was the Lord. It was the spirit of living God. How do we get that same move in this generation? Can God part the Red Sea again? Well, yes. Will he part the Red Sea again? I believe he will, but he is looking for a people that will trust him and he's looking for a people that are willing to die to their flesh and say, Lord, send me, I'll go. It's not about me, it's about you. Can I get an amen from somebody up in here? This is God's country. Yes, we made a covenant with God. Yes, I believe God is going to restore. I believe God is going to save us. It takes a repentant people, but we have to come to the end of our flesh. It's time to come to the end of our flesh and say, only you, God, only you can part that Red Sea. Whew. 
Stay tuned for segment three of the broadcast. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconaut Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. I know I've kind of dropped some bombs. Yeah, dropped some bombs today. Some people might not think it's a big deal. Others do. You know, I never really quite know how people are going to respond to different things, but I just have to share. My job is to be a messenger. If the spirit speaks something to me, my job is to share it. It's it's not a popularity contest. It's not about followers. It's not about, you know, like I said, that, that, that people come and go. You know how many times I've seen people come and go over the years? I mean, 23 plus years of ministry. You know how many times I've seen people come and go? The, the new latest person. And I'm going to tell you something, unless the Lord comes back in 10 years from now, unless the Lord takes me home or comes back, I will be in ministry somewhere. Look me up. And I will be doing pretty much what I'm doing now, but it'll be a different season, probably a new wineskin. And, uh, but you know, this is it. This is, this is my journey. And many of you can understand that because you're sold out too. Some of you are flirting with God, but you're not sold out. And you know what? I'm not here to, to, you know, condemn you. If you're in Christ, the Bible says there is therefore no condemnation for those in Jesus Christ. I'm not here to condemn you. I want to see you thrive. I don't want to see you deceived, though. I don't want to see you get into some aberration or something that's not of God, and then you think it's God, and then all of a sudden it lets you down, and then you think, oh, my gosh, Christianity let me down. No. Christianity didn't let you down. God didn't let you down. Some person let you down. That's why I say stick to the word of God. Now, people are confused because they say, well, wait a minute, you're like, you know, you're a pastor that's bold. You love our country. You, you get involved in politics. Sure, I do. Just like I get involved with everything else because a pastor and a preacher and a person of God is supposed to occupy all segments of society, the head and not the tail. You know, when people ask me a question about transgenderism, I'll tell them. I'll tell them what the Bible says. They ask me about gay marriage, I'll tell them what the Bible says. I didn't write the Bible. I'm just the messenger. I'm the one that had the encounter with the Lord, just like many of you. But I didn't write the Bible. But I'm a messenger. And, and so when you get to the end of your flesh, what that means is that you stop trying to make something happen on your own strength. See, many people are frustrated right now because we've been trying to make this happen. And we just kept going and going. And I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Hey, look, Trump could be back next week. I don't know. There could be a secret plan that we don't know about. I'm not here to rain on everybody's parade today. I'm just here to tell you as a preacher how you can get in a place of peace and rest in your spirit. Have I talked to people of President Trump's uh, orbit many times? Yeah. Have I talked to military personnel and people that are, you know, people that have security clearances and things like that? Absolutely. I've talked to a lot of people over the last couple of years, lawyers, doctors, you name it. Private conversations, things that people tell me that I don't say publicly. Do I have hope for this country? I do. Do I have hope for our movement? Do I think that most people in our movement are good people? I do. I think most of you are patriots. You love the country. You just want to be able to, you know, have a job and make money and and, and have a family and, and just be prosperous and, and go to church and praise God and live out your faith free, freely like the founders intended it, unalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, all those things. Those are all great things. Family, all of it. But we see there's a wicked agenda that's trying to stop that. And so many of us have gotten really alarmed by this. And many of you and, and me and all of us, we've stepped up and we said, okay, what can I do? 
And many of you are stepping up and doing different things. And that's great. I'm not here to rain on anybody's parade. What I'm trying to say is I think the revelation that I had is that we can't make it happen. That's where the frustration is coming from. See, I started getting down myself a little bit. And I'm supposed to be lifting everybody up. But why? Because you know why? As time goes and you're like, okay, is this, you know, what's happening? Is something going to happen? Is something not going to happen? Like what's, is, 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 is what the news, I mean, I know the news is lying. I know that six corporations own 90% of the fake news media. We've caught them in like a million lies. We know that they're nefarious. We know that there's all these wicked stuff. Like I said, a bunch of us have awakened. So then, and that, so we know all this stuff is going on, but you know, I think where the challenge is coming in is, it's like, what's going to happen now? But here's where we get down to the basics. And we say, well, what does God say? He says, repent, turn from unrighteousness, trust in him with all of our heart, lean not on our own understanding, in all our ways acknowledge him. And what's going to happen? He's going to direct our path. I want to read this post because I told you I would, and this is the 14-minute segment. I want to read this to you, and I hope this ministers to you. I really believe that if you listen to this and you know me, you know my heart, maybe you don't know me, but you hear that I'm a pretty sincere guy, you feel that, you know, hey, it seems like this guy's legit. It seems like he's sincere. And I, I would encourage everybody, test the spirits. You know, I don't, I don't tell you to trust me 100%. I say test the spirits. Do I, am I authentic in what I believe? I believe I am. I'm definitely not perfect. So I always say test the spirits. But, but I believe this is a revelation from the Lord. And I love you and I care about you. I mean that. And I love this country. And I want my daughter to have the freedoms that I had and that I have. And I'm very concerned. And so that's why I've stepped up, just like many of you. So we've all, we've all established that. But let me read this to you, okay? Spirit formed in total reliance. And what I wrote is I want to share with you all. I think I finally hit a point yesterday where my body was literally shutting down in the natural. Even though that sounds really bad, it's not. It needed to happen. So please don't worry about me. I'm okay. I'm actually great. Well, let me explain a little bit. See, these past two years have literally been nonstop. Someday I'll probably write a book on all this. The days are long as there's so many things going on, so many pressing needs. So I don't say this wanting any pat on the back or attention. That's not my mission here at all. So many of you have been praying and standing as well. We're in this together. I say this to make a point of what I believe God has put on my heart today to share, and it's a big one. I believe this fast has allowed me to truly appreciate what this means to get to the end of oneself and to die to my flesh. This weekend, I absolutely had to rely on God's strength. I can't even explain how serious I am when I say that. That's exactly where he wanted me to be, though. Here's the scripture that God gave me to express this, and it's found in Philippians 2.13. It says, For it is not your strength, but is his, God, who effectively is at work in you, both to will and to work, that is, strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. That's the amplified version. So what is God showing me here? Well, I believe God wanted me to get to a place where I realized that it simply has to be full reliance on him. And this weekend, I finally did. I reached the end of my own physical strength. I had to get to a place to go, you know, where I'm going to go. This is where I needed to be, in other words. I believe it's something God wants to speak to us all. All of my hope and strength is found in Jesus. He's my power source. Without him, I cannot do this. But with him, I can do all things. We can do all things. Think about that. All things. Have I ever really thought about what that truly means until now? You see, in the lead up to 2020, 
we went over 40 churches around the country. We traveled all around the U.S. during that time and spoke at many events, etc. And we thought at that time things were going to be slowing down after the election. But we certainly were wrong on that one. What we have seen instead is truly remarkable. There's been a beginning of a massive revival awakening around the nation. With this water fast, my body physically almost shut down yesterday. I felt as if I was going to collapse in Pennsylvania. I went to the back room last night and felt very sick and dizzy, physically exhausted. I got home today and I went right to sleep, finally. So why am I sharing all this? Because I believe it's a new season. It's a season of total reliance on Jesus Christ. A season where I believe there is no turning back. We cannot do this without total reliance on God. Total. Only he can do this. When we see the Red Sea of this generation part, it will be because he parted it. All glory will be and must be God's. He is looking for a people who will trust him. He is our deliverer. This can't be something that we win on our own strength. It has to be something that we win by the power of God's Holy Spirit. He has to do it. And we have to rely on him to get there. Him alone. Our hearts must reach a place where we come to the end of our flesh. This is a spirit-formed movement. Spirit formed and total reliance. He is the one that moves, and when he wants to move, he'll move. This isn't about us. This is about him. We as a people of God must seek his face and be anointed by him. The word I'm getting is total reliance, not partial, not half. No, total reliance, nothing less. Going forward, God wants his church to get to a place where we completely come to the end of our road and realize that we must have total reliance and surrender to him, Jesus, the king. When he moves, we will see this country shift. It will be because we got to the end of the road thinking it's something we can do. We can certainly be a part of it. We can certainly show up, and we must. But this is going to be God that does it. It has to be him. I am blessed to have had this revelation. I feel the presence and the glory. It's time for total reliance and total surrender. And as we do this, he will move on our behalf. Our faith and our trust is in him alone. Thank you, Jesus. That's what I'm talking about, friends. What I'm talking about is a total surrender. Total surrender. Who is the deliverer? It's Jesus. Who is the one that parted the Red Sea? Who is the one that encountered Paul at the Damascus Road? Who's the one that sent his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have life everlasting? Who is the one that, that sent the plagues to the Pharaoh and to Egypt? so that he would let the people of God go. Who is the one that's delivered over and over in Second Chronicles 20 that went before the, the children of Israel and fought the battle on their behalf? But they had to take their position and stand. It's the same God every single time, friends. It, it, yes, there's heroes. Yes, there's amazing people that have stood, and I honor those people. I'm not here to you know, bash people that are, that are good people, people that, that did their part in showing up. Maybe it's you. I'm not bashing anybody specific in this commentary today. What I'm saying is that we've got to understand it's not going to be a man. Yes, people show up and they do their part and they're anointed by God and that's all good stuff. And again, I'm not against that, but we have to understand that when God moves, it will be because he moved. And whenever he moves is when he moves. And in the meantime, we praise him in the middle of the situation. We don't stop doing what we're called to do. We don't get depressed. We don't get down. We don't say, oh my gosh, because I, my account isn't as, you know, as, as big as it was before that I'm losing. No, you're not. Just because you got a little bit less money doesn't mean you're losing. Just because God hasn't answered that big prayer yet doesn't mean you're losing. Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have food? 
Did you eat today? Are you currently safe right now? Is your life under attack at this very moment? Probably not. And if it is, call me. Call the police. But here's the thing, okay? Call on the name of the Lord. That's the truth. We all need to call on the name of the Lord. I think what God wants us to do, though, is to, to die to our flesh, to get to the end of thinking that somehow, some way, we're going to, if he gives a revelation, or if he gives an unction, then praise God. Am I saying that all the prophets are bad? No, not at all. I think there's some legit prophets out there that are prophesying truth. I'm not here to condemn and judge everybody. That's not what this is about. What I'm trying to say is that if we just get to the end of ourselves and get on our face and say, Lord, I give it all to you. I lay it down at the foot of your cross. I will do my part. I will show up, but it has to be you, God. It has to be you. It can't be me. It's not about me. It's not about my following. It's not about what stage I'm on this week or that week or whatever. That has nothing to do with it. Sure, that's a blessing. I love people. But if people stop inviting me, then so be it. It doesn't matter. That's not what it's about. This is about showing up and doing kingdom work. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. Your life, kingdom. And I'm not yelling at you. I'm just passionate about this. Because I believe I've, can't, I've come to the end of myself. And this is only maybe one man's journey. But I believe many of you can understand it. Because so many of us have been tired and weary and beat down. And we're trying to figure out why. And it's because God wanted us to get to the end of our flesh. I can't make it happen. You can't make it happen. I can say a bunch of great things. Maybe they're even anointed words. But without the Lord moving, I can do nothing. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I can do nothing without him. This is the Todd Coconato Show. We'll be right back. Lord, don't let these wicked folks just rejoice in laughter. Rejoice in laughter. The world is yours, Father. You hold all the. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the broadcast. We've got about 10 minutes here. And I wanted to just kind of close this today and kind of bring this home uh, because it's a different message. And, you know, Look, when the Lord gives me a new revelation, sometimes I got to go through it, you know, in prayer and in the word and really f- figure out what he's even saying, you know. But I, I've been studying this over the last couple of days and just, you know, getting into the word about it since I got the revelation. And I just really think what he wants, he, for us to go forward, the war is going to be intense, okay? And I know many people are declaring it over and they're saying things are about to get really good and everything's going to be great. Listen, there's no one that wants that more than me, trust me. The, the warfare personally has been brutal. Uh, we've had all different types of attack against us. So for me, that would be wonderful. I would love it. So if that's going to happen, like, because somebody's going to write me and they're going to say, but it's, it's, you know, something's about to happen. That, that's great. I want it to. But I, what I'm feeling, though, is a little different. I think that what the Lord said to me the other day is people want to declare victory before the shots were even fired. See, the thing is, is we're used to microwave Christianity. We're used to it being pretty easy in the Western world. You know, we get everything quick. Microwave food, fast food, you know, direct, direct TV, you know, on demand. It's all so fast. Everything is available in the store. You go into the store and you get everything you need. And, you know, it's just everything is pretty convenient. Now, of course, that got disrupted in all the COVID madness. But for the most part, we still had 
the creature comforts, if that makes sense. You know, most, most things were still available. And so now we've been through a couple things and all of a sudden there's been some disruptions and now people are like, okay, it's, it's all going to get better again. It's going to get great. It's going to get better than it's ever been. Well, listen, again, I'd love for that to be the case. But, you know, we, we've had a nation that's been pushing the murder of the innocent. We have a nation that's been morally depraved that resembles Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, the good news is there's a remnant. And whenever there's a remnant, that means that God is on the move and he's not done. And so that's the good news. The good news is that's why we're still here. Why are we still here? Because there's a remnant. Are you the remnant? I believe most of you are. If you've made it through this broadcast so far, I'd say you probably are the remnant. And that's good. And you're an intercessor. You're a prayer warrior. You're somebody who hungers and thirsts for righteousness. You have a desire to serve God with all your heart. Or maybe, like I said earlier, maybe you're dating the Lord. You're not sure yet. Well, today you need to make that decision because this isn't a time for half-stepping. This is a time where we either are all in or all out. That's it. And if you're all out, that means you're out of the covering of God. And I wouldn't want to be out of the covering of God right now, my friend. Now's not the time to be out of the covering of God because I believe things are going to get pretty hardcore. Does that mean that it's going to be horrible for us? No, because I believe it's the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. And the, and the church and the Christian community, if we're, if we're seeking the Lord, we're in his presence, and we're calling upon his name. The Bible says those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And I believe we'll be like that tree that's planted by the water. We will not be moved. He says, thou, O Lord, art a shield around me. You're the glory and the lifter of my head. He that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. That's who we are. So are we going to be okay? Yes. If you're a remnant believer and you're hungering and thirsting for the Lord and you're, you're operating in God's economy and, and you're doing the work of the kingdom, he is going to take care of you just like he takes care of the birds of the air and the fish of the sea. He owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He's not out of resources and he's not off the throne. He is the king of glory. That's who we serve. That's who we are. We talk about it a lot. But that doesn't mean that everything is just going to get peachy all of a sudden, Okay. And so what he's doing is he's building our, our stamina, our endurance. You know, this is, like I said, one of the first times I've done a full and complete water fast. And, you know, I, I could probably go more than five days. I could probably go 10, but it would be a lot on my body. And so what I'm doing is I'm realizing life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Next time I'll do 10 days and then I'll maybe do 20 and then I'll maybe do 40 because I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to do this better. Somebody wrote me and they said, you know, you're dangerous for telling people to do a water only fast. I didn't tell people to do water only fast, but that is biblical. There is, you know, historic and biblical precedent for water fasting, but it was just something that God put on my heart. I told everybody that was involved. I said, you can do a Daniel fast. Here's the, all the different fasts in the Bible that we were able to find. And we listed them out. And I said, pick one. If you feel led to fast, we're not somebody that pressures. Look, this is what I would love for everybody in this group to know is for you to have your own relationship with the Lord and hear from the Lord because the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. We should all be hearing from the Lord. We don't have to run to every prophet just to hear something. Yes, there are prophets. It's a fivefold ministry gifting. I like prophets. But we don't have to run to a prophet to hear from the Lord because we can hear from the Lord too. And if we have a prayer life and we go deeper with the Lord, we do start hearing from the Lord. We hear very clearly. We start to know his voice because we have a personal relationship with him. And so what I think is that God is saying, look, if we're going to last this, if we're going to be the ones that last, that finish well, where he says, well done, good and faithful servant, those people, the ones that finish well, that's the only one, that's, that's the most important thing. You got to finish well. 
Okay. If you finish well, that means because you had endurance. How did you get endurance? Because you, you, you had your mind, your body, and your spirit in the right place. Seeking the Lord with all your heart. Trusting in him. Hungering in for him. Coming out from among them. Being consecrated. Being set apart. Total reliance on him. So when the things of this world hit you like a ton of bricks, when the storms of this life come upon you, when, when, when somebody turns their back on you, they backstab you. When somebody who you looked up to lets you down, when something that you, you know, some preacher said didn't happen, some prophet said didn't end up coming to pass, you don't walk away from the Lord. Why? Because your faith is built on the firm foundation. Your faith is not swaying this way or that way and going to and fro. You are built on the firm foundation, the solid rock, total reliance on him. And you know that God has an answer. God has a solution. He has never let you down. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. He is with you even until the end of the age. That's the God we serve. That's who you are. People, they come and go. They come and go in your life. They come and go in the public eye. Some of these people that are around right now won't be around later. Some of them will. It's the ones that finish well, that stick to it, that, that do the marathon, not the sprint, that are in it for the long run, that are not doing marketing and talent. I mean, marketing's fine if it's, if it's also coupled with the anointing, but you got to have the anointing. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. We are in a world where we have to break the yoke of bondage. And that comes with authenticity and the true remnant people that are saying, Lord, I lay down my ambitions. This isn't about my name on a flyer. This isn't about me having so many likes. The, the anointing doesn't come by the more likes you get or the more followers you get or the more videos, views you get, okay? The anointing comes from spending that time in the secret place and, and having that relationship with the Lord and being obedient and following his word, and, and, and doing what he says to do and, and, and getting rid of areas of sin, all of it. Does that mean we'll ever fully do that? No, but repetitive sin, we got to get out of it. we got to be repentant people. And then God will move when he wants and how he wants. But in the meantime, we praise him. In the meantime, we give him the glory. In the meantime, just because our bank account seems empty, just because we lost our job, that doesn't mean we turn our back on God. Why didn't you answer God? He's moving. Don't worry about it. He's going to move. Something's going to happen. You're going to be okay. I promise you. He will never leave you or forsake you. I'll say it again. But in this moment, right now, whatever you're going through, a sudden divorce, a sudden job loss, a financial crisis, Depression, oppression, anxiety, fear, doubt, discouragement. Trust in God today. Lay down yourself. Come to the end of your flesh. Total reliance on the Lord. He is our deliverer. He is our very present help in time of need. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the answer. He will not go away. He will draw near to you as you are drawn near to him. That's what's so cool about God. Many people in our movement right now are saying, when is it going to happen? When is something, when is the breakthrough going to come? Listen, I don't know the day nor the hour, friend. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know 
what's going to actually happen. No one really does. I know there's some people that claim they do. They got it all figured out. The date, the time, everything. No, they don't. Only God knows. But what we know is the word of God is true. What we know is what the word of God says. What we know is that we have to keep our eyes to heaven. Heaven bound, always living in view of eternity, alive. The Bible is the basic instructions before leaving earth. We have the manual. We have the spirit of living God. We have the joy. We have the peace that passes understanding. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. You better believe it. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Here's where I lay it down. Every burden. This is my surrender. Will you do that today? Thank you, Lord, for this word. Thank you for meeting us today. Let us lay it down before your cross today in Jesus' name. God bless you. All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for tuning in the broadcast today. This is the podcast version of the show, and <laughs> kind of let them have it today, both barrels, didn't I? I mean, you know, I know some people are going to be a little bit upset, uh, but I just really believe we got to come to the end of ourselves and stop relying on our own strength, on people making idols of man. God wants us to be fully relying on him. And if that message bore witness in your spirit, if you say, yes, pastor, you know what? I am done. I'm done trying to make this happen. I'm done trying to, you know, just, I, I've been trying to do this whole thing on my own strength. And I realize this is my surrender. This is my moment where I'm really laying it down. I'm laying this all down at the foot of the cross. I'm not going to bear the burden of stress and pain and suffering and all these things. I look, we can't, I can't save America. You can't, but together we can by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's got to be a God thing, though. It's got to be God-breathed in spirit form. That's all I'm saying. God will use people. He'll use people, those that show up and say, yes, he used Isaiah, he used Daniel, he used Paul. You know, he's going to use people, you and I, but it's for his glory and for souls and the kingdom. It's not for our glory. It doesn't mean we can't, you know, some people won't get well, well known and things like that. I'm not saying that, but, but don't make an idol of those things. Don't, that's not the desire. That's not the goal. Laying these things down at the foot of the cross and saying, Lord, I want to be about your business. This is where I lay it down. I lay it down. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen. All right. I hope you got something from this. We're here for the long term. This is the long term. It's not the short term. It's not a. It's not a uh, one-night stand. It's a long-term relationship. We're going to grow together, and God is going to show us and take us from glory to glory, and we're going to see miracles and signs and wonders and the Lord moving, and, and we're going to get healing and deliverance, by the way, on the, in the process. He's going to peel away layers, and we're going to go deep in our walk with Jesus, and we're going to find that peace that passes understanding. We're going to find that hope and rest that's found in the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're going to have an encounter with the living God. That's what this is. This isn't an aberration. This isn't a, a quick little one and done. This is, this is a lifelong commitment. And it's going to put you in the best possible place that you can be both here and for eternity. Does that sound good? Because that's what this is. All right. I love you guys. I bless you. You can find all the things that we're doing at pastortodd.org, pastortodd.org. We bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you.